Hello, hello. What's going on, All Day Buffalo podcast fans, Buffalo Bills fans, all of y'all. How are you guys doing? I am Eli Fox, the host of the All Day Buffalo podcast. And today we are starting off with kind of a new series, uh, something I kind of just thought up um, just to kind of change it up throughout the offseason because kind of the offseason free agency stuff can kind of get a little bit redundant sometimes, especially when the, um, especially when the, the, the info coming out is also redundant. So there's not too much new stuff to talk about. So I thought I'd start this up. Um, it is called player profiles. So over the next five weeks, all five episodes will be about a certain player that people on Twitter vote for, um, in a week, in a weekly poll. So this week, uh, you guys chose Josh Allen. I kind of saw that one coming. He's a really good one to do. He's got a great story. Um, so we'll go through his entire story, his entire career, and um, see what he's all about and where, where he came from and stuff. And I think this is going to be really cool. We'll get to, get to learn about a bunch of different players that um, are playing on the Bills now. Hopefully we can do some players that played on the Bills in the past, uh, maybe like Jim Kelly, Lofton, all those guys, uh, all those legends from the past. I think that'd be very, very fun because a lot of people don't know about those guys. And I feel like a lot of people still don't know about Josh Allen. So I think this is a good way to, if you want to learn about other players, I will, I will teach you for you. I will tell you all about them in hopefully a fun and entertaining way. So without further ado, let's get it started on the first episode of player profiles. Let's get it. All right, so it is Josh Allen week. We all know Josh Allen is the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, we're going to start off in his early life. He was born on May 21st in 1996. Fun facts with this one, uh, that's a day after and a year before my birthday. So I was born on May 20th in 97. Uh, so I feel like that's kind of cool. So I, I he is one of my favorite players in the league, and that only makes him one of my favorite players even more. Uh, he was born in a small town called Fireball in California. And I don't really know anything about Fireball. Um, and a lot of people probably don't either because it's a very, very small town in the middle of California where it can be kind of drowned out by a lot of bigger cities like Fresno, Sacramento, LA, and San Francisco, all those bigger places. That's what California is known for, you know? So what is Fireball known for? Fireball has a long history we may, we may not know about. Um, it's named after Andrew D. Fireball, an entrepreneur during the California Gold Rush. Um, and his most, most famous enterprise was a ferry boat that allowed people to cross the San Joaquin River. Um, and it is located west of Fresno in the state of California. Uh, Fireball only has an estimated population of 8,296 people. And the town covers only three and a half square miles. To really understand the size of Fireball, wanted to see how many Fireballs could fit inside of Buffalo. And the answer is roughly 15 Fireballs, as Buffalo is about almost 50 square miles, I think. Uh, so 15 Fireballs could fit inside the city of Buffalo, and the population of Buffalo is 30.6 times bigger than that of Fireballs. So that's very interesting, and it kind of gives you a perspective on how small Josh Allen's hometown really, really is. So to say Josh Allen's from a small town would be a gross understatement. 
He's from a minuscule town. He grew up with both of his parents, Joel and LaVon Allen, and two siblings, a brother and a sister. Uh, Josh didn't have the luxury of being able to start his high school career the same as a lot of NFL players do. You know, a lot of players that are in the NFL now are like coming out of IMG Academy and those big high schools, those prep schools that are basically made for you to go to the highest level of whatever sport you're playing. Uh, This is also true for basketball. Like if you're playing at Sierra Canyon, um, IMG again, any of those big places, then your, your chances of making it to the NBA or the NFL are so much higher. And it's just not to say it's easy because it's obviously not easy, uh, but it does make your path slightly easier because you have that national recognition at a super young age. So he didn't start at some massive school, like I said, but he started his football career at Fireball High School, where he graduated in 2014. As most of us know, uh, colleges weren't too high on Josh coming out of high school. So he started his college career at a junior college called Reedley College in Reedley, California. Uh, The offensive coordinator of Reedley's football team goes on record saying that Allen was an excellent player and he never understood why he wasn't getting noticed more by D1 schools. Um, So Allen's season stats at Reedley College uh, were these as followed. Averaged 452 yards of total offense. Reedley ranked ninth of all California junior colleges, college teams in total offense. Reedley ranked seventh in all of California JCs in scoring at a 39.4% or a 39 point, sorry, 39.4 point per game clip. Um, and Allen had 26 touchdown passes and ran for 66 yards per game. So it's safe to say that Allen played pretty well at junior college, um, but he, he wasn't, he wasn't satisfied with junior college performance. So nearing the end of the season, Allen seemed like he wasn't getting any scholarship offers. So he took matters into his own hands uh, in, in Josh fashion. Um, Josh emailed various coaches, both offensive and defensive coordinators, and every FBS QB coach. He got all of two offers, one from Eastern Michigan and one from Wyoming. Later on, EMU, Eastern Michigan, dropped his offer and left him with one choice, the Wyoming Cowboys. After accepting the offer and moving up to Wyoming, he played in two games as a freshman and made one start. Only a couple games and a couple plays into his college career, he suffered a collarbone injury that ended up sidelining him for the entire season, the entire 2015 season. And he then qualified for a medical redshirt. In 2016, he became the starter for the Cowboys. He led Wyoming to the 2016 Mountain Division title and a spot in the Mountain West Conference Championship game. The Wyoming Cowboys won two games versus top 25 opponents, and Allen's play in those games were instrumental to their success. Those two games were actually where he had his two best games, so he can play up to his his opponents, as we've seen in the NFL. This team was the second-ranked offense in the in the Mountain West and ranked 25th in the nation in scoring, uh, in scoring offense with 35.9 points per game. So the Cowboys were scoring a lot, and Josh Allen was a big, big part of that. They also converted on more than 90% of their red zone opportunities, and I found this extremely cool to see because. We know as Josh Allen is one of the best red zone threat quarterbacks in the league. You know, he hasn't thrown a pick his entire career in the NFL, knock on wood. Uh, But 
he's been doing this. This is what he's been doing his entire career, uh, including college. A 90% red zone op- uh, red zone conversion rate is really, really good. And obviously we've seen that translate to the NFL with the Bills. Uh, Allen's 2016 season t- stats with the Wyoming Cowboys are as follows. 15.3 yards per completion. Uh, he was responsible for 218 points that year. He had 28 touchdown passes, seven rushing touchdowns, and one receiving touchdown. So he had 36 total touchdowns uh, in the 2016 season. He passed for 3,203 yards and had 266 yards per game in total offense. Uh, he had five games of 300-plus passing yards, and his highest passing game was 334 yards, and he did that twice against two different opponents. I think one was Air Force and one was TCU maybe, or UNLV. I think it was UNLV. Allen originally wanted to head to the draft, uh, the NFL draft. After his first season starting in Wyoming, he informed his loved ones, his girlfriend, his parents, his his brother and sister um, of his intentions to go to the NFL draft. But there was a minor setback that happened during that offseason. Allen's father received a call from Wyoming, the school, trying to bring Allen back to the Cowboys for at least one more season. The school wanted him to stay to develop a little bit more. Uh, we've kind of also kind of seen this throughout Allen's career, you know. Uh, the development of him is very, very crucial to the way that he can be successful. Every single year, he gets a little bit better in his decision-making and being able to use the God-given gifts that he does have. So Allen was at first kind of pissed about this. He, he really wanted to go to the NFL drafts. His draft stock was rising. He was supposed to be a projected uh, late first round pick, I think. Um, but Wyoming wanted him to stay. And so he was a little bit upset about this at first. But after talking with his head coach at Wyoming about the fact that success is the only thing that really matters in the NFL, you can't go to the NFL and come out flat, you know? Uh, we've seen that with so many players. You you have to show promise at a young age and come into the league, come in hot and stay hot. You know, you, you have very limited chances when you're in the NFL, um, especially as a rookie and a sophomore in the NFL. So success is very important. And people's job statuses rely heavily on the success of the players. You know, coaches get fired because of players not uh, performing at the level that they're expected to be. So Wyoming thought it was the best idea for him to stay for the 2017 season and continue to develop. To, to develop. Um, and Josh Allen agreed, uh, and he became a second-year starter at Wyoming in 2017. Funny thing is, in 2017, Josh Allen basically lost all of his weapons going into that season. Uh, Josh lost four all-conference performers this season, including the school's all-time leading rusher. So he he guided an extremely young, not-so-talented team to an 8-5 and five record and a second-place finish in the Mountain West Conference behind none other than Boise State, who seems to come out of that conference year in and year out. With a lack of talent, Allen's numbers dropped slightly. He threw for 16 touchdowns and only six interceptions, with 1,812 yards passing on 56.3% uh, for a completion percentage. 
But to finish the season, he finished hot and threw eight touchdowns and zero interceptions during uh, during that four-game stretch. This season, he also had five rushing touchdowns, so that means he was responsible for 21 touchdowns. In his bowl win to end the 2017 season, Allen threw for three touchdowns on his way to winning game MVP in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. And and that kind of was what capped off his career. So he, he went out on a really good note, uh, maybe not in the best season ever uh, statistics-wise, but he showed his leadership really, really well this year while guiding a, a super young team uh, to a bowl game, to a pretty high-profile bowl game, especially coming out of a Mountain West conference uh, that doesn't really get the shine that like the SEC and the ACC do. So... During his time, these are some of his awards, honors, and the watch lists that he was on while he was at Wyoming. Uh, he won North the North Team Most Outstanding Player in, in, in the uh, Senior Bowl. He was the MVP of the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. He was on the Davey O'Brien Award watch list. He was on the Manning Award watch list and the Maxwell Award watch list. He won the 2017 preseason Mountain West Conference Offensive Player of the Year, and he was a two-year team captain, which is voted on by teammates um, on that Wyoming team. So you can kind of see that that even early in Josh's development, he's still he's still a great player. He's still using the intangibles that he was given. Um, you know, he's a big dude. He's six five. I think he was like two twenty in in college or something. So. He was still big. He wasn't any smaller than he is now, really. Uh, I think he's 240 now. Um, but he, he, he played well, and, he, and, and to play well in the Mountain West Conference might not be, it might not be the hardest conference to play in. You know, you're not, you're not playing for Alabama or, or Florida or Georgia, all these really, really good teams, and playing against the best competition. But you're still playing D1 athletes. You know, these are all the, the same age kids that are all grinding to be in the NFL. If you're in D1, you have a chance to be in the NFL. You have a real shot. So all these kids are p- trying their heart out. So to say that Josh wasn't great in college would be a massive lie and an, under, and an understatement uh, because he did show a lot of promise coming out of Wyoming. So moving towards the 2018 NFL drafts. Prior to that draft, Josh did not get the most positive hype out of the QBs set to be drafted in the first round. We all know this. Um, So let's go through one of his draft profiles um, that reads his strengths and weaknesses. So we'll start with his strengths. He has great arm talent. He can throw a 60-yarder on a dime. He eludes pressure from players of all sizes and makes makes and completes throws that most NFL players wouldn't even attempt. With these strengths, if you closed your eyes and didn't know who I was talking about, you would probably be able to tell me that that was Josh Allen. Um, he still is. These are all still definitely parts of his strengths. You know, he's got a great arm talent. Uh, he can throw over the moon if you ask him to. He eludes everyone. It seems like every single game he's got at least one like third and 15 conversion where he's like dodged four different defensive linemen and a linebacker and ends up throwing a dime to Cole Beasley and getting the first down. And he makes some complete throws that most NFL players wouldn't even attempt. You know, I, I, there's, 
there's so many games and you know we, we saw this more in his rookie and his sophomore season and um on the bills where he would make plays that would just be like mind-boggling to the point where like how did he even get to the point that he could do this you know how could he get out of this certain situation and make this throw and put it in kind of the best spot he could uh, and sometimes it it would uh, result in interceptions and close interceptions or fumbles, but that's just the type of kid that Josh is. You know, he he he's not the type of person that's going to lay down. He's going to bust his ass to get his team the victory in any way that he can. And sadly, if it means that he's going to put his body on the line to do it, he does it. Um, there's a lot of times I wish he would just slide or you know curl up and drop to the ground, but it's just not the player he is. So let's look at his weaknesses. He needs to increase his accuracy and pocket presence. He scrambles too much. He gets out of the pocket for no reason. He uses the strength and natural ability to get out of situations rather than QBIQ. He misses receivers over the middle at short distances. Um, And there was a prediction in there that if he misses his receivers in the NFL, his turnover rate will skyrocket. So coming into the NFL, he didn't really have the most positive hype. We know that. But all these weaknesses now, after his third year, you can look at all these weaknesses, point them all out, go to a certain tape, and see that those weaknesses are now not really there. You know, he, he's kind of like, it's almost like he looked at these player profiles of himself or these draft profiles of himself and said, all right, which weakness am I going to check off this year? Now he scrambles, I feel like, the perfect amount. He now has one of the best pocket presences in the NFL after last uh, <clears throat> after last year. He's hitting short routes. He's hitting over the middle. Uh, we posted on Built in Buffalo a, a breakdown of from Kurt Warner of Josh Allen in the Denver game. And it was a perfect breakdown of the way that Josh Allen is now reading defenses. Uh, in his younger years, it was like a double post with a, a drag route over the middle, like a deep drag over the middle. And in his previous years, you might see Josh just chuck it over the top of the defense and hope that his his uh, receiver is there because he used to really like that deep play, that deep shot. He always needed that deep shot, especially if it was like third and long or second and long. And now he's a lot more calculated, and you could see that in the breakdown. You know, He saw that the double post was covered. And the drag is meant to be that safety option. And he had two guys coming at him, uh, like full steam ahead, two massive linebackers and a D end. And he just boop, put it up right over him and put a perfect dime to Cole Beasley and got us a first down. So Josh is improving. It seems like Josh knows what his weaknesses are. And every year he tries to retool something. So I really, really like that about him. Um, there's an interesting addition that I want to add to, that was on this player for profile. It said, if he's capable to complement his deep ball with catchable, accurate short throws, he has the physical ability to become an all-time great. This is just what I was saying. You know, he's he's starting to kind of put his game together in the right way that if that was was na- is, is, is now something that he's put together to make him one of the great quarterbacks in the league right now. Um I think he's a top five quarterback on most people's list and he's using that physical ability, that God given ability and now is putting in the work to kind of make himself a complete quarterback. 
So he also impressed at the combine. Uh, he got graded higher based on his character during interviews, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, but it, it does make sense. You know, you, you want your quarterback to have a good character, uh, be able to, you know, answer your answer the press's questions, right? Because you are, kind of are the face of the team. You know, you're the person that gets the most press. So you want your quarterback to have a good character. So that's very important. And a super fun fact, a cool fact, something very interesting that I found out when I was doing this, he led all of the QBs in his draft class on the Wonder Lake test, scored a 37. And the highest score you can get is a, or the highest score anyone in the NFL or any quarterback in the NFL has got is a, it's a 40. <clears throat> and that was by Carson Wentz, which I didn't know either. Um, so Josh Allen scored a 37, three points behind Carson Wentz's uh, QB high score. And just for kind of a, a good, a good way to look at this is the general population averages about a 20 on the same test. So these guys are smart. These NFL quarterbacks have to be smart. They uh, are really good problem solvers. And if you don't know what the Wonderlick test is, it's kind of like a, it's a cognitive ability test. So it's just like a fancy word for IQ test. Um, and it kind of goes through like different problem solving questions and you're supposed to the more you get right, the higher your score is, just like any test. So in a QB-loaded NFL draft, our guy, Josh Allen, was selected seventh to our Buffalo Bills. Um, and the other notable, notable QBs from this draft are Sam Darnold out of USC, Josh Allen from Wyoming, Baker Mayfield out of Oklahoma, Lamar Jackson from Louisville, who had just won the Heisman, uh, Josh Rosen out of UCLA and Mason Rudolph from OK State. So Buffalo goes with the kid from Wyoming and hopes that he can be the franchise quarterback of the future and lead this team to success down the road. So we're just going to kind of skip ahead to his first year in Buffalo when he first started starting. Uh, but he, Allen started his NFL career on a team with little to no weapons. So here's the group of wide receivers and pass catchers that he played with. Kelvin Benjamin, Zay Jones, Charles Clay, Victor Bolden, Robert Foster, Andre Holmes, Jeremy Curley, Ray Ray McLeod, and Isaiah McKenzie. Oh, and Logan Thomas. And the starting running back at the time was LaShawn McCoy. So in his first year, the Bills Mafia saw flashes of what could be a franchise material quarterback in Josh Allen. We also saw a lot of concerning film on him, and there were a lot of media personalities that just ate it up. They just loved to crap on Josh Allen, and it seemed like it was their full-time job to be a Josh Allen hater. Uh, for some reason, he was a risk taker, for sure. He was a loose cannon in most situations, uh, but for some reason, the flashes of greatness really shine bright, in my opinion. Uh, one of those flashes being his hurdle over Vikings linebacker Anthony Barr, but this kid, man, I, I'm not going to say that I called him being a great quarterback in the NFL. But I saw things in him, you know, that you just don't see in a quarterback every day. You know, these guys, like, he just seemed like someone that wasn't going to be a waste of talent in the NFL. He seemed like a hard worker. He seemed like he was perfect for Buffalo. So it seemed like he wanted to develop there. Um, and Brandon Bean and McDermott got the right pieces around him later on in his career to really help him grow. Um, but in this 2018 season, the team finished six and 10 and missed the playoffs 
Allen finished with 52.8% com- completion percentage. He had 10 touchdowns and 12 interceptions and 2,074 passing yards. He had a season QBR of 49.8, and he added 631 rushing yards and eight rushing touchdowns in this season. So, you know, not a great statistical uh, season for him, but we saw his his uh, his weapons. They weren't the best, and he kind of did what he could. He's still a rookie. He's super young, and... Allen definitely grew from this season. So with a troubling rookie season behind him and the NFL critics at his neck, like I said, he improved in his second season and led the Bills to the playoffs and a 10-6 and record. Eventually, eventually, this team would take a heartbreaking loss in the first round of the playoffs after taking a double-digit halftime lead. Very frustrating. I won't even get into that game. It's behind us. I don't even want to remember it. Uh, what emerged from this game was a legendary picture of Josh Allen looking pissed off for lack of a better term and disappointed as his team came up short of their first playoff win in more than 20 in more than 20 years. I think at that time it was 24 years and Josh never put it on his teammates though. You know, Josh said, I got to be better. I got to go back to the drawing board. I got to get better at what I do because the team needed me and I, and I crumbled. That's another thing I love about Josh Allen. He's not going to throw his teammates under the bus. And that's what his teammates love about him. He takes accountability and moves on and gets better. So Josh Allen's season stats as a sophomore with the Bills. He had a 58.8% completion percentage, which is up six percentage points from his rookie season. He had 20 touchdowns and nine interceptions and threw for 3,089 yards. Uh, this was a 10 touchdown increase, a three interception decrease, and a 1,015 yard increase in passing yards. He had a 49.4 QBR, which was minus 0.4, so basically the same QBR as his rookie season. And he added 510 rushing yards and nine rushing touchdowns in 2019. In 2020, a new animal seemed to arrive. Josh Allen seemed like he was no longer the project of fi- from Fireball, California. He seemed like he matured. And along with his maturation, the Bills added valuable weapons to the offense. You know, the season prior to this, he had John Brown, which was really, really big for his development. But the Bills seemed like they needed to add more. Uh, the, the addition of former Vikings wide receiver, Stefan Diggs came as a shock to a lot of Bills fans, especially myself. I didn't see this coming at all. I'll never forget where I was when I was told that the Bills signed Diggs. I was on spring break getting ready to go to the beach, and my roommate came in and literally screamed, the Bills got Diggs? Like, and I was like, I was like taken back. I was like, what? So I took out my phone. I looked at Twitter, and it was true. The dream had come true that that – that Josh Allen finally would get his wide receiver number one. Um, someone that can really, really help him uh, develop into a, in a, in a, in a star in this league. So going up to the 2020 season, a weird 2020 season, all, all this COVID stuff going on. So OTAs and, you know, players didn't get to meet the same way that they did uh, in previous seasons. 
So Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs were able to work out a little bit um, during the offseason, but a lot of their bonding came playing uh, Warzone on Call of Duty. Uh, so they would play at night and play Warzone together and kind of build a, a camaraderie through video games, which I thought was really cool. Um, it's a kind of a cool story and, a, and an interesting and, and smart way to connect with somebody because, you know, you're, you're, you're still on a team and you're trying to get to one goal and that's winning the game, which is difficult in Warzone. And I just think it's really cool that Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs kind of grew their really, really strong relationship through a video game when they couldn't meet in person. So as the season started, the hype started to grow more and more around this team. The Bills jumped out to a hot 4-0 start. During this 4-0 stretch, Josh Allen was already in the MVP conversation for a lot of people. The kid was on fire. Every single game, I was like, who is this guy? Like He came out like looking like a Hall of Famer. And after that hot start, it kind of came a small slide in team production. Josh kind of got hurt. He got like a stinger in his, in his or a weird uh, shoulder injury. We lost two of our three games of the entire season during the stretch. And the wins that we did get weren't the prettiest at all. But the turning point of this season for Josh and the rest of the Bills came in a heartbreaking loss to the Arizona Cardinals. Most teams would lay down after a loss on a final second Hail Mary. But this team definitely rose to the occasion, put the league on notice. The Bills won out after that loss and dismantled teams along the way. Crushed teams. Denver beat them into the dirt. Miami, dead, done, squished the fish. And the Patriots, we marked them. That was one of the best beatdowns that the Patriots have ever seen. And Stephon Diggs absolutely snapped in that game. Made J.C. Jackson look like his son. So with a 13-3 record, the Bills won the AFC East for the first time since 1995, since before I was born, the Bills won the AFC East. No more Tom Brady, no more Patriots bullshit. All of that is behind us. They went on to the playoffs to beat the Colts and the Ravens to ultimately lose in the AFC Championship game to none other than Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. Uh, it was a great season. So many good plays, so many great games. Uh, so many beatdowns, you know, like the Seahawks game, which was, that was probably one of my favorite games. Josh had a career day, and we put the Russ Wilson MVP rumors absolutely to sleep after that game. He was not the same player after that. And, you know, I'm, uh, the Bills should take some credit for breaking Russell Wilson last, year, last season. But to round this out, Josh Allen's season stats in 2020 were as followed. 69.2% completion percentage. That is an 11.4 percentage point increase. He had 37 touchdowns and 10 interceptions um, with 4,544 yards. That is a 17 touchdown increase, a one interception increase, a 1,455 yard passing yard increase. So literally everything went up with plus one interception, you know, whatever. When you throw for 37 touchdowns, you can have a plus one interception. He had an 81.7 season QBR, which was a 32.3 per, uh, point increase. And he added 421 rush yards and eight rushing touchdowns in 2020. So with all this being said about Josh, we know that this guy is elite now. You know, he's given us three years 
of progression. We've seen a steady increase, actually a sharp increase after <clears throat> year two and year three, but an increase after each year of production. Uh, we know that this guy is going to be elite. Uh, this isn't going to be a Carson Wentz situation. He's not going to fall apart. He's part of a great organization with great coaching, uh, great weapons around him. I think really this, the, the sky's the limit with Josh Allen. Um, he can keep getting better and he'll be great in this league for a very long time. Uh, like we all know, he's young. Uh, he's got time to keep proving himself. And, um, with that, that, that is about it on the player profile of Josh Allen. I thought this was a pretty cool thing to do. Um, this was an interesting way to learn about our favorite quarterback and, um, it will be an interesting way to learn about our favorite Bills players uh, as we go on throughout this series. Um, so every week I'm going to put up a Twitter poll, basically asking which player you want me to do next. Now that we've done Josh Allen, we can't do him again. Uh, that would get a little bit redundant. But um, I'm thinking maybe the options will be Trey White, Micah Hyde, and Stephon Diggs because I had Trey White and Stephon Diggs in there last time, and they lost to Josh Allen. So I'll give him a second chance, add Micah Hyde, and if you guys want somebody more specific, um, I'll have like an other option, and you can kind of reply below. So that will wrap it up for this player profile. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. It is has been a joy doing this podcast, and hope whoever is listening is enjoying it as well. Uh, so thank you so much, guys. Um, keep your eyes out on Twitter for that tweet. Um, going forward, more player profiles for the upcoming future. And um, as always, follow me on Twitter at All Day Buffalo. Um, and if you already do, tell a friend to. And also follow the brand that I am associated with, Built in Buffalo. We're doing a lot of work over there on the Twitter profile for them. Um, and that's up and coming. It's going to be good. It is uh, growing exponentially. And um, if you're not following us there, follow us at built in Buffalo underscore. Uh, so thanks again, guys. It's been a blast. And as always, go Bills. <laughs>